five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Well, I've got so much here today that's so great that I just can't even stand it. So I'll split it up and give you some of it tomorrow. It may be some of the best content of the year for me. I'm pretty excited about it. So anyway, <clears throat> let's dig in to the real news. Over we go. Over to KFC wins uh, from the drum their editorial team for best for its slogan solution. The editorial team's best of 2020 gave KFC the, the award for the best uh, advertising of the year. And just to give you some back, I, uh, I looked up, thanks for the hearts, I looked up um, KFC because it seemed to me that it used to be the most, um, the biggest restaurant chain in the world. Uh, they only have 24,000 locations, so Subway wins with 42,000, almost double. McDonald's 38,000. But what's interesting, and Starbucks, I don't even count as a restaurant because they don't have anything I want to eat and I drink my coffee black so I don't even like the coffee um, other than that you know it's fine but I just don't want to put it in with the restaurants um, but KFC's revenue is 26 billion uh, McDonald's 20 billion subway to only 10 so it really it really uh, it's really easy to put KFC at the top of the list of the world's largest restaurant chain so let's just look a little bit at their advertising for the year when they started when 2020 kicked off they started with uh, veganuary veganuary I guess you'd say and you know they were trying to figure this meatless meat out and I don't know how they did I've never tried it there as I like the extra crispy uh, I'm sure you could dunk a you know a stick of butter in that and make it taste good um, which would be vegan uh, would it no it would have to be margarine or something KFC marketing plan then went down the hatch the new finger licking good KFC ads rolled out across the UK but were promptly killed the drum is mainly over in the UK I think overnight the health care crisis flared up the public was encouraged to wear a mask wash their hands and stop touching their faces no finger licking good it was the wrong message for the wrong time. <laughs> okay, so the 900 quick service restaurants in the UK came to a quick standstill. They tried to uh, upgrade their, uh, you know, pick it up at the door stuff, fighting with Uber Eats and Deliver and Deliveroo. Um, they had a really funny campaign earlier in the year where they did this they showed people's videos that people posted on social media trying to replicate the Kentucky fried chicken recipe <laughs> and the disastrous results and uh, so basically they and then at the end they said we're back you can come and get it here now because <laughs> if you don't know Kentucky fried chicken uses a pressurized uh, deep fry method so it's not something you can do at home it's just not and that was the part of the secret recipe of the of uh, the colonel, right? And it really Kentucky fried, but it was a special way that he made the chicken, and it and it cooked fast because of the pressure, and it's just not replicatable at home. 
So uh, then they came up with another ad, and it was the first time they've had a global ad, I think, in their history. And, you know, because usually the market is the markets are very different. I remember going up uh, Hudson Bay was one of the biggest um, one of our first big clients, really, really big. Of course, they're big, 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 big. <laughs> Five billion dollar retailer back in 1995. And they wanted us to build a database with 250 million transactions in like two years and a good month. They'd have 20 million transactions. And we were trying to do it on an Intel platform. Uh, NCR was giving us computers. We were blowing them up, actually literally frying motherboards. And they would come out and give us a new one and then give us a new one. I think we fried about five of them until Ted, our IT guy, uh, told them what was wrong with their design and how they could fix it. So NCR came out really in spades. Plus, they replaced IBM in the Y2K switchover. Uh, They displaced the ES9000s, which were the biggest mainframes IBM had and Hudson Bay had two of them. Anyway, we were well, talk about biting off more than you could chew. Uh, Microsoft actually hired us just to tell them how we did it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, and Borland put us on their website, and we were speak. I was speaking all over the place. But anyway, that aside, they had uh, they <laughs> take out Kentucky Fried Chicken for one of the conferences. You know, I mean, you know one of the meetings in the conference room and the Canadian Kentucky fried chicken was hugely more salty than the U.S. version. It was really good, but it was like hilarious salty. And there was something else different that was a lot sweeter too. Um, So, you know, there are these cultural differences, the point of the story. But in this case, they rolled it out globally. Globally, they ran this ad a lot of guts. It was KFC's first global campaign ever. Okay? And it's so simple and so great. I don't know if you saw it. This is an outdoor ad, but I I, I, I added it into my PDF. It's, and they fr- fuzzed out, finger licking good. Just says, it's good. Isn't that brilliant? That's just so brilliant. Anyway, so they get the top honors because, you know, they're kind of poking fun at themselves. They're knocking down their their all-time best slogan. And uh, it takes a lot of guts. And I think they deserve it. Okay, now we're going to get to the meat of today. And it's going to be even better tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to talk about mail. Today we're going to talk about mail. But this article was just so good. And it was in uh, Ad Week or something. But the original was in Dealer Scope. And I'm not exactly sure what Dealer Scope, um, what Dealer Scope magazine or .com is. But just listen to this article. Omnichannel Strategies. Why Direct Mail is the anti-email marketing channel. And I don't want to be anti-anything. Right? Email has a place in your marketing strategy. It's the most common and cheapest way to keep in touch with prospects and customers. But it's also a low-impact channel. Read that again. Email is a low-impact channel. Remember, you can get the show notes, get this article, share it with your clients, 
and your customers, if you're in printing or if you're in USPS, share this with your clients. This is a great article that you will not find anywhere else because I'm the only news source that will find you direct mail content that's from today. Anyway, email isn't just disposable, it's forgettable. This is so well written, it's just great. This thing should be on the USPS website. Direct mail is the opposite of all that. Oh, man. Direct mail is tangible and high impact. People read it, consider what to do with it, makes an impression and demands to be read. Yeah, it demands to be touched, demands to be handled. You know what? My style consultant didn't open her mail because she was a little down with COVID. You know, uh, she let it go for a couple of months. <laughs> Guess what happened? Big pile of mail. <laughs> you can't just do it. You've got to go through it. Your email, you don't. Mark all red. It, there's a tip for you on Gmail. Is unread? Is colon unread? And you can find all the ones that are un, all unread. And then you can say, Mark, select all, Mark Red. And you don't have to ever look at them all. And I think they're counted as opens. I'm not sure. Uh, fact check me on that one. But email, <laughs> direct mail, you got to look at it. You got to look at it. Now, if we counted mail like they count email, that would count as an open, even if they didn't open it. They would be more engaged than the average person who opens an email, right? We're not talking about a click-through. I'd say a click-through is an actual opening to get to the real offer. But if you actually glance at it, then you're farther down the, the path of buying than you are with opening an email. You know, I, I basically open them all just to turn off the little, you know, bold thing thingy. You know, but there's no engagement whatsoever. So if you're actually looking at mail to decide what to do with it, whether it goes in the trash or not, people think that's a negative. It's not a negative. And it's not an invasion of privacy. Okay, everyone with an email address gets about 600 on average, 600 a week. I get closer to that a day. And that creates a barrier between the reader and whatever message you're trying to get them to read. It doesn't matter how great your email is. Your email is one of hundreds that come to me every day. Believe me. All I'm thinking about is just, you know, there was, I once got an email from a friend, uh, just a one line about being an, a, being an expert witness on marketing database stuff uh, relative to Toys R Us. So it was a big project. And it was about a $30,000 email. And all they said was, do you ever do expert witness work? And I had done some. And uh, so I did a lot for that one. And um, it ended up related to the Treasury Department. And the, I think the FTC got in there. Uh, a lot of, it was a mess, you know. And I hope I helped. But um, it was, I almost missed it. And it was just, do you do expert witness work? And, uh, whew, right? Mostly with mergers and acquisitions, though. Okay, people have rock-bottom expectation for email. And click-through rates hover around 2%. <laughs> I'm not going to even touch that one, you know. 
but bounce rates are 50%. So this is a little bit, click-through is a, about the same as open rate in, in mail, okay? It's about, it's about how many open. And so it's a tenth at best, maybe a twentieth of the engagement that mail gets, okay, right? Direct mail is anti-email. If it weren't such a negative phrase, I would, I would borrow this. People are getting less postal mail than ever, only about 17 pieces a week, okay, which means two pieces a day, and spending more time with the mail they do get. More time equals higher engagement. Americans in 2020 like getting postal mail. 54% of people surveyed said they want, want to get direct mail from brands they're interested in. And that's kind of the rub. The rub is my wife loves, you know, Talbot's catalog and Chadwick's of Boston and even looks at the Land's End now and then. That's about the only one we agree on is Land's End. And Land's End segments it so there's a men's and a women's <laughs> version. <laughs> so she knows to throw the men's version out. Land's End. Land's End. I love Land's End. Anyway, um, but, you know, the Bass Pro Shops, she throws right away because she doesn't want me looking in there, right? So one person's junk is another person's treasure. I have to beat her to those. I have to, no, she's nice. She sets them aside for me. <laughs> but even then, there's engagement even for her, right? She has to look at the cover. She has to decide if it looks legit. Okay, so people want to get mail. People get their mail. That's another thing. They actually get it. Think about all the stuff that you haven't gotten in your email where you where somebody's literally sending it to you, said, I'm sending it to you, and you can't find it, and it's in your junk folder because somebody somewhere writes an algorithm that, uh, that uh, algorithm that says it goes, it, you know, he doesn't want that. The nice thing about email is it sorts, it, <laughs> it decides what you want and what you don't. What are the chances of that being correct? None, right? You're letting, that's another filter that we don't talk about, okay? But postal delivery rates are 99% plus, okay? So it's going to get, it's going to get to you, right? There are no spam lists. There's a funny thing I learned from a printer in Canada. He said, all of the CAN spam and the GDPR and the CCPA, and if you don't know what those are, subscribe you'll learn watch me every day but the, none of those none of those say you can't mail people you can say we have a compelling interest you, they don't get fined and why the guy in canada said because the government makes money on mail they don't mind you mailing pe your customers and saying are you still interested in hearing from us they don't like you emailing all the laws are against email Think about it. So if you want to be compliant to CCPA or GDPR, consider mail. I'm not saying you can just mail anything. You know, there's some there. Actually, I think you pretty much can. But anyway, in the UK, all the biggest cataloger in the UK deleted all of their two-year-old plus names because they thought that GDPR applied to them. I'm not going to mention their name. How stupid. The rest of them went to the GDPR official. I forget the, the title. It's a, it's a cool title. 
and said, you know, we've always been mailing these people. We've been doing it for 40, 50 years, and they like it. We have a way to opt out. They can. But most people like it. They said, okay, that seems right. That was all it took. All it took was asking the question. They said, we can't promise we'll always say this. But, you know, the junk in junk mail is largely because there's more than one person in a household. Okay. So email is crowded and unappreciated. People open email only when it grabs their attention. Direct mail is low volume and highly appreciated. Americans are as warm to direct mail in 2020 as they are cold to email. Got that? Now, there's one other thing. There's more than one. There's a lot of things that this article doesn't mention. You know, you can't touch everything. But one thing that this doesn't mention is a lot of companies have tiptoed into machine learning and, and predictive analytics, and they can't make it work. Gartner says 87% of the projects never even get tested, never even get to doing any marketing whatsoever. <laughs> why not? I'll tell you why not. Because if you do a TV ad, you can't tell who's watching. You don't. You don't know if the TV in the demographic groups that you're after are even have the TV on. But even if you track the monitored television watching, let's just keep it with television because it's, you know, old school. Um, even if it's on, you don't know if it, anyone's watching it. And even if someone's watching it, you don't know if the decision maker's watching it. Got that? Okay. You don't know what's going on. Guess what? Social media, same thing. And even if the decision maker is watching it, and even if your ad comes up, it doesn't mean it's seen in mental engagement. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. It doesn't mean it's seen. Mail has to be seen because it has to be decided on. And it has to be decided on by the decision maker because in our household, I don't throw mail away because I don't really know what it is mostly. It, my wife makes the decision on what goes in the trash. I might set it in a pile and say, I think this is all junk mail, but it might not be. She makes the decision. So the number one financial decision maker in my household makes the decision on mail. It goes to the number one person in the household, and that's been the case our entire family life. Kids might go to the mail, especially if they're getting some speeding ticket or something that we, they don't want us to know about. But my wife basically sees it all. She makes the decision. Now, what does that give you? What that gives you is a labeled data set. You know that 99% of it got delivered and all of it got looked at, at least glanced at. Consider that the open rate. 100% open rate, 100% engagement. Not everybody buys. But because we have that 100% engagement, 100% engagement with mail. Because of that, we know that the ad got seen and thought about a little bit, touched, decided upon. And then we know who ordered because we can ship it to the same address. We can match up the addresses. We can even match up next door neighbors because sometimes the catalog gets passed along and we can see the impact of that. All of that gives us a labeled data set. Like when, when they try to teach Watson to play Jeopardy, 
they had a list of 127,000 questions. Direct mail gives you that same thing. And without it, you can't really train a computer to understand, they don't understand, to build good models. That's the bottom line. So mail is way better than email or social media or SEO or mass media or outdoor or any other medium you can find. And if you don't know how to get started, go down to WDMA, get in touch, John at WDMA. Let's talk. We got great printers. We got great advertising people. We got tons of people who know how to do mail. And we're going to have a great show tomorrow. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Get this article. Subscribe at WDMA.org. And send it to your friends and your prospects, especially. 2021 is going to be the year of mail. It's happening. It's every day I'm finding new articles in diverse places, diverse magazines, but also in mainstream media. Direct mail is getting rediscovered. And we need to be around to help because if they do it badly, they're not going to come back again. We've got to help them do it well. And there aren't much of us left. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Happy New Year. Have a great day.